A movie that thinks NASA's just like five dudes who don't leave Central Florida. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Flight of the Navigator. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast where every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge and with me digging those star I'm maps hiding out in of a her big brain. robot. Big robot to get trans mail carrier robot. Terrible design for that robot to just be like, I don't know, what do we need on this robot? Storage space? Great. Will it be large Fantastic. enough to fit a 12 year old kid? I think so. If he crouches down, all right, great. Right. Call him the mail carrier. But that voice you're hearing is Hi. Jamie Lorello. I'm Jamie, how are you? Are you excited about. Uh, I mean, I'm always excited we're when we're about? here to talk about these movies. Well, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, all right, great. <laughs> Uh, we want to encourage our listeners to give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as well as follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Those are places That's we right. can be found. Uh, if you're doing that, either put the full show name in, you can type in Good Times, Great Movies, or some places I know on Twitter, we are GTGM. And we also have a visual component to the show. We have a puppet now. show to go along. We, have a, we do a puppet show. Has nothing no, to do with the podcast. but it's a visual component. It's an addition to, no. But if you put our podcast name into YouTube, you may or may not find puppet shows, or you can actually watch us talking about these movies. So, uh, and there's some pretty cool stuff. I'm going to say that our um, hmm, producer, sure. editor, what should we refer to that employee <laughs> of ours as? Uh, he's incorporated like scenes from the films into the podcast he made cool intros and bumpers and awesome our stuff. employee so i don't is he an employee if i don't, don't think he's him? considered that no he's an intern oh, I no i said producer i like that better right yeah i think he'd prefer that yeah plus i found out he listens to all this so <laughs> So speak kindly, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. So uh, go check that out. Go find us on YouTube. All that other, all those other places. We really enjoy it when people get in and uh, sort of discuss stuff and bring things up. We have a listener, and I don't think he listens to every episode. Okay. So um, if he listens to this, great. If he doesn't, you know, I'll I'll direct him to this because I think he only listens to episodes of movies that he's seen. Mm. But his name is Robert, and he, wow. After Superman 4, oh. he wrote, I'm going to say, a novel oh. about Superman 4. Oh, because he, like, he is into the movie. So then hearing to, it, I could see why he would only listen yes. to ones he knows. Because he probably he knows, knows him well, yeah. so much stuff. Yeah. And I feel terrible. And Robert, if you're listening, like he writes paragraphs of information. And my response is like, awesome <laughs> something like that and i have to say it's for two reasons one i really don't like to type i really don't typing like is to tough type. 
typing is difficult. And especially, I'm normally seeing this stuff on my phone. I Who I wants to type, type like that phone? on a telephone? No, you want right. to talk on a telephone and maybe listen to a podcast, yes. but you're not trying to type. All no. right, Doug's, Doug's got typing restrictions. What? Folks. And the other thing is, I'm... I'm not that smart. Oh, I don't okay. know how okay. to respond so to this stuff. There's two reasons. He doesn't like to type, and he's not bright. Okay. R- yes, exactly. But he's honest, and he's humble, folks. Okay? That's right. Yes. <laughs> I am pretty honest, I think. Yeah, I'd say you are. Just say saying are. that I'm not very smart, and I don't like to type. Those, those are two of the yeah. most honest things, except a few episodes ago when I said I don't read. <laughs> You're really letting our, you're really dumbing yourself down for our audience, and 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 I think it's nope. great. No, I am portraying myself <laughs> as accurately as possible okay. for our audience. But anyway, Robert, thank you so much, and uh, certainly if you want to reach out to us, I am more than happy to read what you write and then respond with one to two with minimal words. with minimal responses. Well, what did he have to say? Was it in, was it about like? The details it was, of the movie it that was we... really great. It was a lot of actual Superman knowledge that I didn't have, oh, that's awesome. but there were a lot of notes about the production and the oh, reason why. I love why it. Maybe... He's got all the behind the scenes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's cool. I think he used to work in the industry. Ah, yeah, great. So maybe he's watching movies that he just, yeah, I like it that he's got a connection to and that he feels them. Um, com- I guarantee you, com- he's seen com- Flight of com- the Navigator. You'd think he did. Mm-hmm. What did I you, was what trying was to that? figure out a word, and you, I'm glad you cut me off. Okay. <laughs> we, we got bigger fish to fry here. To talk <laughs> about Flight of the Navigator from 1986. 86. Now, I, I've been so hyped mm-hmm. when we mentioned this movie, because I, I, I remember it as the first movie I saw in the movie theater. Perhaps it was the first memory I have of seeing a movie in the movie theater and I still need to check with my older brother with my sibling to see if it is true or one of those memories that you just you know you kind of put it because I have to say when I watched it I didn't remember huge chunks of it but I could see why and then by the end I'd remember certain moments and we'll get to them and I remembered them profoundly sure but when it started, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I know I saw it, but I didn't remember all this backstory where he was like, I know my first name is Stephen. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I thought you were going to say from the beginning, this movie didn't seem familiar. And you're right. I didn't know it was a movie about a dog frisbee competition. Oh, well, that was a whole... Wait, that went on forever. Is, so, I'm looking at my watch going, this is only an hour and a half long. How much of this is just slow motion dogs catching frisbees? Let's just get into it. That is our opening. Is We're at yes. a... I didn't know these things happened, but I guess they do in Southern Florida. The... Um, the national dog frisbee competition, which happens on uh, uh, championship championship, excuse me, which happens, of course, on the 4th of July, because what better way to celebrate America's independence than dogs catching frisbees? <laughs> exactly. There are so many and it's I all did not slow notice motion. it was the national competition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because to me, it looked like a couple people hanging around. And they put up a banner to make it seem important. Yeah, there were people that hung out at the local dog park, and they're like, yeah, what are you doing at Fort July? You want to do something with your dog? Let's have a little frisbee toss. No, it's <laughs> it was the amount of dogs catching frisbees at the beginning of this movie is 
ridiculous. I was like, it is. Are these dogs? I, I and it's all slow shocked. motion, so it's these dogs, these angles of the dogs. I love it. Some of the dogs bite it. They don't catch the Frisbee, or they miss. They nope. chomp the air next to the Frisbee. It's <laughs> on so long, you kind of are like, you get into it. You're like, all right, Frisbee's dogs. This, and, and you think... This dog is going to be a very special part of this boy's flight. And it doesn't even make it on the spaceship. That dog doesn't need to be in this movie. And I was very upset by that. They built this dog up as though it's such an important factor. And it ends up being nothing but... I think I could have watched dogs catch a frisbee for now. <laughs> Some more, right? I really enjoyed that. And then maybe one of them is a is a spaceship, and he's got the dog has to deal with that. No, no, no. But um, yeah. Wait, one was, of the dogs? No, is one a of the frisbees really is a spaceship. Okay. <laughs> that would be weird. It's very, very long, very frisbee oriented opening. That again makes you think. Well, this is a this is a dog friendly movie, which not that it's not, yeah. but the dog really. Doesn't get much so, further than the frisbee competition. <laughs> let me let me say one thing before we really get into this. One thing that you and I talked about a while back, we covered a little movie called The Explorers. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were really bummed out because in my mind we were about to watch Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. So now I sat down to watch Flight of the Navigator, and I get pretty far into Flight of the Navigator, and I realized. This isn't even the movie that I. What is this movie that you're? Are you thinking of ET? No, I I thought I was. I get this, The Explorers, and a movie called The Last Starfighter. Confused. So are you finally sure that it's The Last Starfighter that you're needing to see? No, I'm not even sure of that. (laughs) But I thought. I knew this would like I'm just getting I'm getting a bunch of movies confused. Cl- well, and I think it really was just in the eighties they, they made a lot of movies revolving around kids and, and starring kids. Yeah. And uh, aliens yeah. and space. Mm-hmm. It was a thing. I don't know. Did they do that anymore? I'm not really plugged into kids' movies, even though I have kids and I know they watch movies. Well, I think, like, well, Stranger Things isn't in Aliens, but it's like an evolution of, right? It's kind of got, like, a... Because at times I felt like, oh, okay, this is... And that's why Stranger Things has the 80s vibe. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know for sure, because I'm not hip to the kids' jive either. But I have to say the storyline, it's the, like it's interesting, kids and aliens. It's an interesting concept to, sure. to play with. And especially in the 80s, I want to say maybe the alien stuff was becoming more of a... It was all over the tabloid magazines. <laughs> the National Enquirer. The Sun. Yeah. Aliens and Bat Boys, they were everywhere. And Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Let's talk about all this right, movie because right. I think that's what we do on this podcast. That's what we oh, first, let's talk about the director... Uh, Randall Kleiser, um, he directed a lot of stuff. Okay. Like he directed Grease oh. and uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Fun. We would know him as the exceptional director of The Blue Lagoon. Oh. Yes. All right. And Sarica, Sarica, Jessica, Parkica, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. I looked this up because we've been in a, on a tear of hers. I mean, this and Footloose. But there's one more movie she was in in the 80s, and then we can close the book Oh, on seriously? Her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was just these two, and then um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. 
And then there's one other one that we haven't talked about. Huh. Well, she's she's fun to see. She's she's a fun little Sarah Jessica energy in this. Um, yeah. Weird. Uh, her character is not that it's not needed, but um, you wanted her to do a little more. Have the opportunity to do a little more. I um, certainly wanted her to do more to have more. This is a very short movie, um, and I don't think lengthy scenes of dogs catching frisbees was necessary no 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 but but i'll also say i really do feel like the first half of this movie is gonna sound so dumb Mm -mm. before he finds the spaceship i think that's a more interesting movie i agree i agree okay yeah all right i agree I agree, and yeah, yeah, we'll get into it, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, because the first half of this movie, so like you said, we're, we're in South Florida, we're at a Frisbee competition with a sweet family on the 4th of July, and uh, this mom and dad, by the way, are so cuddly and into PDAs and just into each other. They're very, you know, loving little, the brothers are not. There's an older brother, um, remind me his name, what are their, the boys' names? No, you didn't know. David. David and I don't know his brother's name. Jeff. Jeff. David and Jeff, okay? They're the brothers. They don't get along. They fight. Jeff's the younger brother. Kind of a little Mm -hmm. shit of a kid. Oh, he's a turd. When he calls his dog retarded, I was like, come on, kid. (laughs) Come on. He grows up to be a pretty nice kid, though. When we see, oh no no yeah, but he yeah ends at up, this age, I actually think his brother's possible abduction was good for him. Yeah, like, maybe he was craving the parents' attention or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, they all needed. Sometimes a little family trauma helps you grow. So that's, I I really think so. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. when he called that kid's dog retarded, it's like you know that's your dog too. Yeah. Like you you shouldn't say that. Plus that dog, you know, what eight nine years later. Still kicking and still looks like a youthful pup. Still, still does. Yeah, he's he was a a husky. No, not a husky. What kind of dog was it? Like a collie? Uh, or I'm going to say border collie. Border collie. Could yeah, be totally yeah. wrong too. Um, it's, it's one of the dogs with the weird, funky, two different colored eyes. Yeah, yeah. As well, huskies sometimes, sometimes have. Sometimes they have. Maybe it was a border husky, border collie husky. Oh, also, if you're at a dog frisbee competition, and I know we should move beyond this at some point in talking about the. I almost called it the last Starfighter, uh, Flight of the Navigator. Do you think it's a good idea to take your dog and to practice throwing frisbees right next to where this competition well, is? Especially when your dog place. is terrible at it, and he's like, "Oh, come right. on, you'll get it, you'll get it." I know, I believe in you. Well, that's why the brother calls his dog nasty names because he's like, "Yeah, your dumb dog can't even catch a frisbee." These dogs are yeah. flinging their bodies in slow motion over a frisbee. Yeah. And I'm like, kid. You see how thick your glasses are. You should not be making fun of dogs or anyone. Oh. <laughs> just saying. He deserves I'm it. just saying. Now, I guess it's the 80s, right? Because he's like yeah. 12 and David's 12. And what is his brother like? Know, they eight. give us the eight. So eight. Eight years old. Right. And they're driving back home to get ready oh. for dinner and the fireworks. And the little brother wants to just jump out and play with some friends on the street. And they just let him jump out of the car. They're just eight-year-olds free to go. But I think kind of was that the 80s vibe that it was like, go down the street and play with your yeah, friends. They, they're not wearing seatbelts. No. And the back windows no. just wide open. Also, Jamie, if you drive by these hillbilly mud children or whoever these kids hillbilly are, and they have a, a sprinkler, a pond, a slip and slide, and they're running around with sparklers, how could you stay it away It looks like from a that? great time. It looks like yes. a great time. So his little brother goes... 
is out there playing with the kids. And our friend David seems to be a little, it's hard for him socially, right? He wants to talk to girls. He's 12. He's, I guess, reaching that age where... That's a, that's a tough age. It's a tough age for girls and boys. Sure. You know, it's, it's sort of that... And, and it's funny because my, my middle child's in that age now oh, where right. she she wants to go outside and play still, but kids her age don't go outside and play. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and then she has to play with her younger sister. And even sometimes I'm like, I don't know, like, should she be playing? These? But then I think, like, well, wait, once she stops, she's never going to do it again. I would let her so play do it as, as long, long as she, she wants. Can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you also, um, and I talked about what the other films the director has made. Did you notice that the family is listening to the Grease soundtrack? Oh, no, are they? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. No, they're, like I yeah. said, the parents themselves are very, very loving little couple. Um, it's a cool family. I yeah. love how when they get home, the mom and dad, like, instantly go into the living room and, like, sit on the they floor. They snuggle by in, in front of the TV. Yeah, and they're like, hey, we're going to go out. That's a great plan for the night. They're going to go out for dinner and then do fireworks on the boat. Sounds yeah. like fun, right? On the boat. Oh, you imagine the <laughs> so lives great. these people are leading. So oh, great. Um, hey, the, uh, the dad, he's played by an actor called Cliff D. Young. Yeah. I've seen this guy a thousand times. I yeah. Went I went through his insanely extensive IMDb, and I really couldn't pinpoint anything. But I know I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. The mom. I don't know if you remember the mom. I don't. When I found out that she was the older lady who the witches of Eastwood put a curse on, and she started barfing up cherries. Oh, really? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, good to see her. She does a great job. Both of the, the, like you said, the whole family is just... They feel good. It's a feel-good family. Feels, they all have a nice like vibe. It feels like a real family. Yeah, and, it does. and strangely enough, and I wish I could remember very specific examples on this podcast, but I feel like that is something that we've said multiple times with movies of this time. And, and I could think that about the families something like, feel e. like and I, Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel everything just feels genuine. Authentic, yeah. Yeah, genuine yeah. and authentic. And like I said, my kids watch, you know, TV shows and movies now, and right. not that they're, not that they're getting it wrong or anything. Who am I to say like what a family is? But all of the people on TV now they look like Abercrombie models. Oh like, it no, yeah, it doesn't it? There's never a fakeness looks real. to it, a yeah. cheesiness. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel that vibe. I do. I yeah. do. Um, but yeah, not this family. They seem real. Right. They seem like they. Like you, you knew them growing up, and yeah, maybe. Yeah. Now the older folks that are in that house later, they seem a little creepy to me. They're kooky. They are that kooky. Old Hugh Hefner wannabe. That guy was in just a red smoking jacket. And He's just like, looking out his window. Well, they have a great view, so they they're a family that live in Florida. You said yeah. the, some swampy town, but they look like they live outside of Fort Lauderdale, like no, in a no, nice. No, they drove through Swampy Town to get oh, to their oh, oh, house. Oh, oh. <laughs> Those other kids live in Swampy Town. Swampy towns. Well, they're in Florida, so. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you saw the jungles of Brazil that this kid had to go through yeah, later on in this to movie. Go, yeah, so the brother, the it's got it's time to pick up little brother. Yeah, and they send big brother after him, and yeah, he's he's trepsin 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 Yes, you know. Uh, We're some, also some... a grammar podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know. 
But don't make us type anything because we don't like it. No, or at least no, no, Doug no. I don't, <laughs> don't know how to spell. That's why he keeps things simple. I just know it's a word. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's looking for his brother in the thick of it, in the thick of a forest. Um, it's like misty. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a. I'm like, how far did they let I've this brother go? That. How far away was this? Well, yeah. when his mom sends him out to get this kid, he's like, oh. He's eight years old. He could walk a half mile through the woods. <laughs> like, I mean, a half mile's not that far, but through the woods at night? I, I and don't this know scary, if I sketchy would... woods. Yes. The scary, sketchy woods. And the brother is the brother, so he kind of freaks the older brother out and makes a noise. And, and But there really is something in the forest. And this is where our dog, Brow- Bruiser, I think is the dog's name, uh-huh. yep. gets his probably shining moment because he couldn't catch a frisbee but he can bark to alert him that there was maybe the spacecraft or the space we don't really know how yeah, he got abducted i don't know because the dog know just he takes down. off yeah but he he gets his attention david's attention to go back to the mm-hmm. spot and again there's no this is what i'm lacking from this movie but oh, we'll get ahead. into it there's no I wanted to see more of the interaction, not just with him on the spaceship. Like, where did he go? Who did he see? I wanted to see him in space, but we don't. We see him just fall down. No, and if the mystery of that was drawn out more, I think I would have enjoyed that. Like, there is something really fun about being like, oh, what year is it? What's happening right now? Where have you been? Like, that was really, really cool. But then a spaceship shows up, and I'm like, I don't know, you kind of got in the way of the movie that I was really (laughs) enjoying. So I don't necessarily need to see that early stuff, but do one movie or the other. Like, Mm -hmm. do the space movie or do the weird time travel movie. Right, right. And I I feel like, and I'm not trying to, you know, ruin my thoughts or anything like that. Yeah. I I said it before, for a movie that is so short, it just meanders sometimes. And I'm like, how, you're just, you're wasting time? Are you just wasting time to get to 90 minutes so you can roll end credits? Well, I don't know if maybe they started out with the one movie and then they had the other movie. And like you said, they just put them, but it's based on a book, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. And, and they're working on a remake i saw that with a female lead yes with a female lead and directed by uh bryce dallas howard so i don't know i'm kind of interested to see how that works so for all my poo poo i think we both you know given whatever away i don't i don't think we either one of us loved everything about this movie but i remember liking it as a kid um I don't remember finding these flaws as a kid. <laughs> I don't you know? think you would. No. But I don't think you don't look at it that way. Like, I remember, yeah, I don't remember the, I, as a kid, I don't remember so much this beginning story nope. that I like so much as an adult. Yep. As a kid, I think I probably thought it was confusing or just wanted to get to, I think as a kid, I liked the goofy, like the so eyeball guy and the I whole thing. I, I thought did, that yes. was great. And, and. Yeah, I didn't need anything more than that. That was enough. And I think I loved that he was like just flying the spaceship. Now me was like, he went to Japan. He had the opportunity to go into outer space. And he went to 
The, the, where did they go? They went to a Wait, cow pasture. Did you say he went to Japan? Because he does. They go to Japan at one point. Oh, they do? Yeah. I, I, must, I must have faded out during that. They I went think, to Japan? Yeah, they go to I Tokyo. I thought this thing only drove 20-mile increments at no, a time, No, they basically. go around the world, basically, at some point, oh, trying to find okay. their way to where they've got to go. But they they could do so much more. They're in a spaceship. They do go underwater, super underwater, which sure. is pretty cool. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see the remake and what take they, they take on the yeah. remake. Yeah. I'd now rather have them hanging on that police station longer or something. I don't know, but it, oh. we'll, we'll get there oh, because yeah. Yeah. he falls down. I mean, the big thing is that he appears to fall off a cliff basically in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And then he sort of comes to, I mm-hmm. guess he was, you know, uh, knocked out for a, a brief moment, let's yeah. say. He comes to and he, you know, makes his way out of this chasm. Well, he's got to get to the fireworks, so he right. thinks. Yeah, he's got to get to the boat and the fireworks. Yeah. And, and there he is, just right there by his little fence and his, and his house. House looks as it is. and But when he gets to the door... It's not his mom in, the, in at the house. It's an older lady who's yeah. like, "What are you doing here, young man?" And he's like, "Where's my mom? What's happening?" And they're they're goofy. They feel like a very like Florida couple, kind of. I guess like a. You mean retired? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love how he just busts past her and just runs into the house. Well, I would too. He's freaking yes, out. Yeah. Of yeah, and he goes straight to his room and calls mm-hmm. for his mom. And when he gets to his room, that's where her husband is, uh, the man of leisure of the home. <laughs> and um, although the kid did have like his bedroom was the had these beautiful windows facing oh. like the water, facing so, the marina. Yeah, he it was could great. look at all the boats, boats. And I'm doing this on our video podcast, so I can do it's air the quotes. It's the bunny uh, fingers because he's really checking out chicks early on in this movie. We didn't yeah. talk about that. I have a question for you. Is Sarah Jessica Parker supposed to be that girl grown up or no? Oh, no, I didn't think of right? that. Because no, I, I think thought so. that, but she tells him his full her full name, and he and doesn't he, have like a moment of like, oh, right. you're the girl from the boat. No, no. Okay. But right. I didn't even think about how like Sarah Jessica Parker is probably the age he would have been if he had grown up. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know how old she's supposed to be in this movie either. Mm. He he talks about how he's supposed to be 20 years old. Yeah. I don't know if Sarah Jessica Parker's 20 in this I movie. I don't know. I don't know, but she's... I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know, but she's got pink hair. So whatever. <laughs> so whatever. So he he's flipping out. Yeah. Um, he leaves his room and basically in the stairwell is just kind of... He crumples into a ball and yeah. starts crying. He's like, where's my parents? Yeah. And uh, they call the cops and he well, goes to the police station. That's what you got to do. At the police station, the police are not very hush-hush when they're discussing <laughs> this case. Um, but as it turns out, uh, he is uh, he's the kid that, that had gone missing six, seven years ago yep. and was presumed to be dead. And I love it. Again, the cops okay, are not whispering about it. And he's like, wait, what kid? Who's dead? What are you saying? And then he, they're, they're, he's not supposed to. I think they were going to go talk to his dad. And he, Oh, yes. no. He, they go in the car, and they're like, just wait in the car as they knock on the door. But as soon as he realizes it's his dad in the house, he busts out of the car. Yeah. The, yeah. The police are not very that, that movies and TV have taught me, it's that you can't 
open the back door of a police car from the inside, but this kid just gets right he out. Does. He but does. To go back to what you said, when that cop goes, wait, this kid's supposed to be dead? Basically screaming it in the middle of precinct. <laughs> and this kid goes, wait, what? Who's dead? And the cop's reaction of turning around going, well, certainly not you. It's one of the funniest things. This kid is freaked out already. The cop's like, well, you're clearly not dead. I know that, and you know that. Now let's go see if your family's now still exists. Now let's go see what your family's up to. It's and very... the reveal, when he runs up and his parents, I guess, walk into the light, and he sees their horribly disfigured older Aww. faces. They've gotten older, and he yes. says, what happened to you guys? And they're <laughs> He's like... really distraught. Yeah. Oh, also, I thought it was funny because they talk about the date that he went missing. And it's almost as if the police don't seem to understand how time works because then they have to say, hey, who's the president right now? Oh, yeah. And once he says Jimmy Carter, they're like, whoa, okay, there's something going on here. Yeah. I guess he does sort of like faint or whatever because he wakes up in a hospital. Oh, I think they just, they, they, they need to take him in because he doesn't... Yeah. He doesn't remember anything. Right, yes. Yeah, so they need to yeah. take him in for some, some, some medical, and medical exam, basically. Exactly. Yeah, here's your family. We can confirm that you are who you say you are, but <laughs> you don't know where you've been, so we're going to need to do some testing. Um, yeah. The parents have just barely been reunited with him. Doesn't, isn't this when the brother comes in then, this too, when he's at the all, hospital? This is all happening on the same night. I mean, this kid just went to go get... His little brother, like, an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. And now his whole world's been shifted around. Right. And the parents are like, hey, don't worry about it. We're just, you know, we're just happy to have you here. Oh, also, here's your younger brother who's significantly older yeah. than you now. <laughs> and who has been keeping the missing photo of you um, in his pocket for proof yep. that you've gone missing. So it's mm-hmm. the final, like, he's like, I don't know if I really believe you guys. But yeah. the little brother who is now a man is like, look, I've kept this all these years. It's your little. Mm-hmm. And this and, kid kind of looks like a Corey Haim type. He kind of oh, looks the like. the actor? Yeah. In yeah. a few years, he'll be on 90210 or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he could. That. He like, could get there. Like, yeah. Yeah. This total nerd kind of turned into a pretty cool dude. Yeah. And he's, he's very supportive. Like we said, his brother's disappearance may have been good for him. Yeah, it changed um, his attitude around. He's not such yeah. a punk kid anymore. He's he's much sweeter, much mm-hmm. more empathetic. And, um, yeah, he's just excited to have his brother home, right? <laughs> right, They're all exactly. excited. And as excited as they are, it doesn't last long because then NASA and the police or there's, there's people there and they're like, all right, we need the boy. Well, wait, hold on. Let's talk about this because yeah. suddenly in this movie that I thought promised a UFO, we're already quite a ways into this movie, and suddenly... Howard Hessman enters this movie, mm-hmm. and I guess he's like a NASA agent or something. A yeah, yeah, scientist, something. Okay. Yeah, but it really is. They have found a UFO just parked, just just sitting there on the ground. Yeah, or hovering above the ground. It was hovering. Yeah, and Howard Hessman is just kind of like he brings no energy to anything in this role. No, no. he's seeing a spaceship and he goes hi i'm from nasa this isn't really that amazing can we maybe move this and the guy's just push it out of the way and he's like that's great i guess we'll take it to a hangar <laughs> it, it is crazy 
how little he's doing. It's like the director was like, could you bring 300% less energy than WKRP in Cincinnati? And he's like, eh, I guess I could sleep I'll off my I'll dial it down. <laughs> but we do find out he seems to have some sort of psychic connection. The kid does. Yes. David does. Yes. Yeah. Howard Hessman has no psychic None, connection no. to anything. Yeah. Yes. He's got a psychic connection to this ship. And blah, 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 blah. Howard Hessman shows up to, to take him away. He's hearing voices. Um, but I don't think they figured out the connection until Howard Hessman takes him and tests him in the computer. He relays no. the information from the computer. Right. I thought no, before I was that, just... I how just did didn't know? know how they knew to go get yeah. this kid at the hospital. I guess maybe it's just like NASA picked up a newspaper and they're like, this kid's been missing for a while. And also we found a spaceship. And Let's see what's up here. This could be, they could be connected. Right. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. It's notes. a shot in the dark, but uh, they're both within like 10 miles of each other. So let's check it out because Howard Hessman just shows up. He's he's leaving the hospital with his family, and Howard Hessman shows up with this other doctor at the hospital. And I love how he goes, well, we could look at you, and we could do things for you. Uh, this hospital here, it kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. And the other doctor's <laughs> like, yeah, you're pretty much right. Yeah, yeah. We've done all that we can do. We've kept him hydrated, yeah. and that's it. We ran some tests, yeah. Right. We kept him hydrated. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, spaceships. Yeah. So... What's important about this, though, is that he says, I only need you for 48 hours. Yeah. He promises he'll just need him for a short that's amount of time. And days. he promises yeah. to give him the answers because that's his thing. Because sure. he's like, I just want to go back and now live my life. They're like, we just want our son. It's perfect. He's 12. We have to raise him all over again. It's um, <laughs> We were almost empty nesters. Yeah. Uh, and now we, on our way. Well, here we go. Um, but, uh. But yeah, they can. They he convinces them that that he will get answers in forty eight hours and know where yes. he's been and what's going on and wouldn't you want that? Yeah, of course. Right. And he agrees. They they yeah. leave it up mm-hmm. to the kid, mm-hmm. um, and he says, "Okay, let's do it." Yeah, and, and then they take him to a facility <laughs> where. He's kind of locked in a room with a bunch of crap, like he's anything just got he wants. All these random toys. All these like. Great 80s toys, the little video games and yep. mm-hmm. speaking spells and How about all when the Howard things. Husband's like, if you want to watch TV, this thing here, it's called a remote control wand. <laughs> what? <laughs> the wand. No, it isn't Harry Potter. It's not a it's wand. It's just a remote control. <laughs> but I understand maybe in 1978 there were no remote controls. Well, and he's watching TV even. He's watching a music video and he doesn't, there's things he doesn't know. He doesn't understand because the last time he was alive, this kind of stuff just didn't oh, happen. Yeah. yeah. He wants to watch like Starsky and Hutch yeah. or uh, BJ and the Bear or something like that. And this is when our good buddy, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker comes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and I don't know. Is she there? Like, is she doing an internship or something like that? That's what they'd say, that she's doing an internship. But she's just kind of escorting the mail robot around, the robot that delivers the mail. (laughs) Thank you for trying to explain her job, because I had no idea what it was. I think it really is just introducing the mail robot to new patients. (laughs) And by patients, I think he's the only one. I feel like he is the only, yeah, yeah. And they lock him in the room. Like you said, there's... 
there's it doesn't appear to be any windows. They they right. watch him from a two mm-hmm. two whatever sided mm-hmm. mirror, and yeah. they just lock him in there. Very sad. He's like, I just want my mom and dad. <laughs> but then, like you said, Sarah Jessica Parker shows up. She's very friendly. She's fun. She gives him a little information. She schools him a bit. She's like, Are yeah. you really? You don't really know what's going on in the eighties, really? So she tells I like him. But she's like, Was it a coma? He's like, I don't know. Do, do you not age in a coma? Because maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, she schools him on music videos. Yeah. Um, he he starts to be a little shit when he's like, well, are there still Big Macs? Because yeah. maybe you could get me one of those, Sarah. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'll, I'll look into that kid. He just a little shit asking for his Big Mac. Oh, the name of the robot. I don't know why I wrote it down, but it's a Ralph. A robotic assistant labor facilitator. Oh, God. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. No, she spells it all out as though that really matters. As though it really matters. All it is is the thing to get him to the spaceship. Yes. It doesn't even serve a role. Like in space camp, the robot literally was the thing that launched those kids into space. Right. This robot is just just the carrier, but a transportation device. Again, if we were taking the second half of the movie and making it more fun, maybe we have Sarah Jessica Parker trying to brust him out. Like they're on a mission to get him because they know that he has to get to the spaceship and the spaceship has been talking to him more and more and she wants to help him. And this is how they're going to go. I like yes. that, but we have this Ralph thing, and it's weird. But <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> Every now and then we check in at home. Oh yeah, um, and his parents are like fixing up his room. Very the, sweet. The dad's got his telescope already for peeping again if he yeah. wants to do yeah. it. Um, and they're kind of ready for him to come to home. To be back, right? Yeah, but. He first has to be in these experiments. Yeah, they've got to figure things out. And right. they, they've got him all wired up. His head's all right. wired up. There's all these computer screens. As they start to ask him questions that he doesn't know, and he's kind of panicking. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Why would but, I know these things? I don't every know. every answer then comes up on yes. the computer screen. Yes. Because they're not just talking to him. They're talking to... Well, he's An like the medium almost. That yeah. is in his brain, but also exists in a hangar, also on the same facility. Right. I kind of, I sort of enjoyed this. Like, I could have, again, I'm still in it at this point in this yeah. movie. Like, I'm still I'm really following like, when the story. Yeah. When like the schematics of the. Oh yeah, all these star maps up. start coming up. They're like, yeah. they're like, whoa, he's transferring maps to the screen. Like first, he's just giving them one word answers. Like they're asking him questions: What planet mm-hmm. are you from? How did you get here? And it's just, it's the computer is answering in sentences. And again, the kid David is freaking out because he's like, I'm not <laughs> saying that. Who is saying that? Yeah. Um, also, and how they're not. They are not by going, David. You're doing. You're doing this. Yeah, they're not gentle with him at all. They're total jerks to him, which freak him out even more. Also, maybe, uh, this may certainly freak him out, maybe strap him to the table for (laughs) so he doesn't make a quick getaway. (laughs) But no, he's got all sorts of cool stuff, and like, you call it placenta, the place is called Phalon. Um, That sounds right, Phalon. That sounds better than... What did I say before? Yeah. Placenta. Placenta. Yeah, yeah, that's not it. A little bit, a little bit more accurate. <laughs> a little bit more of a spacey word. Um, so basically, 
he has been abducted and was missing for eight years. Yeah. I assume probed, maybe. Probably. The alien used him, or the, the aliens used him as like almost like a like an iCloud, like a storage. I was going to say a storage was, device. Yes. yes. You're exactly right. Yes. An iPod yeah. or an iCloud. Yeah. And they they they've they've there are maps in his brain, right? And I yeah. think even the the alien thing guy says that, or the the thing that's in the ship says that. Like we realize that you humans only use ten percent of your brain, so we wanted mm-hmm. to see what we could fill the rest with, and we put our maps and stuff in them. It really is like just storage. Yeah, I love. How it's like you weren't using ninety percent of it, so we kind of saw whatever shit we could fit in there. Yeah, I was amazed by all these star maps. Like, yeah, shove into your. Mind, I love kid. it when the when the scientists and the, the NASA people are seeing all these maps come up on the on the computer screens. They're like. These are not even gal. We don't yep. even know these parts of space that he's showing. Like this is insane. <laughs> yes. um, but it's so it's it's really cool. But it does it 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 excites these scientists. Yeah. But it freaks this little boy out. He nobody's being gentle with him. They're not explaining to him properly no. what's happening. Like you said, when it, when he's questioning who's doing it, what's doing it, they're like, you are. You are. Like you are. It, it is kind of like a dismissive. You are now. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, just I'm we need just, more info. Yeah, right. it's. Yeah, I will ask a, you questions. I will not look at you when I'm asking no. you questions. I'm going to look directly at this monitor because yep. that's where I'm getting the answers. Yep. But you need to be here. And he just runs away. He yeah. gets up out of his little bed. He rips the the thingies off of his head and mm-hmm. he runs away. Yeah, he's it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like I am. I'm. Fully on board. I am having a great time, honestly, watching this movie. Yeah. And especially now because um, Sarah Jessica shows up again yeah. with a single earring also, which I thought was super cool. <laughs> and I love how she's like, hey, kid, um, you're not getting out of here. Yeah, like, she gives it. She's like, I saw you. the paperwork and... You got a couple more days. I have to deliver you mail for the next week. I know. That's another thing. Who's sending this kid mail? I that don't the mail know. <laughs> I have no idea. And how much mail is this facility getting where they need a robot to distribute this? It is wild. Also, they're watching him through a two-way mirror. Right. Which we Not see. very well, though. Security at NASA is no. shit. Because... <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, they have two schlubs drinking coffee. Even later, when he gets kid. to the spaceship, he goes all the way. The stairs There's come down the no spaceship, and the guys watching it on the screen don't realize till the spaceship starts kind of like floating, right? Or it's yeah. moved. Like they the boy don't realize gets on it, it, leaves the hangar right. that anything is actually happening. Nobody's this. suspicious that this mailbox robots rolling around. Oh, no. So lax. No. So lax. Also, I Sarah Jessica Parker, like when she's leaving in the doorway, she even turns around and she's like, you know, you're pretty cute too. Oh yeah. She's basically saying like, if I was 10 years younger, I was very uncomfortable listening. To I know. This. I know. Cause she says to him, has, has anyone ever called you cute before? Yeah. And he's like, just my mom. But I don't think that counts. Uh-huh, it's very she's cute. like, all right, kid, yeah. whatever. Okay. If, if this right. process I, works right, I understand right, that you he to... should be 20, but he's not But 20. he's not. Like, he's not. That. And you're creeping us all out, SJP. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she, I guess she's the one that devises this plan, that the male robot is oh, just yeah. hollow. Yeah. <laughs> and he will fit inside of it. Right. And it will know how to get to... 
the hangar where the spacecraft is. There are a few close calls, I guess we could call it, where like a truck comes up behind it, but mm. just kind of passes it. Yeah. And then it almost drives up to a guy who's guarding the thing, but just kind of goes around him. Yeah. And then this thing takes him into the hangar. Like you said, it's an easy escape. Yeah, yeah. No one, I, I think he is in the spaceship before they realize he's not even in the building anymore. Yeah. Well, because he closes the curtain a little bit. That's so weird because they see him. He was whispering something to Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. He wants her to tell his parents that he won't right. be home for 48 hours and that they're. And he does it kind of in a corner. And they say, What's the kid doing in there? But. <laughs> what's, what's the kid and doing? Then, also, right in front of the two way mirror, Sarah Jessica winks at the kid. Yeah. And I'm like, They saw you do that. And then he, there's like a little curtain there, I guess, when he wants privacy. And sure. he closes the curtain a little bit, and the security guards are just like, huh, silly kid. I guess we can't see what's going on over there. Little Boy, do they know he's hopping the robot. we have no microphones in this room or anything. Well, the kid is quiet. He's not playing a game. They don't notice, like you said. Yeah. He gets all the way to the spacecraft. The, the spacecraft is mm-hmm. welcoming David. Little steps, yes. little liquidy kind of steps come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love uh, the blobby steps yeah. that then turn into solid steps. Yeah. And up, up he goes. And right away, the computer says, sit down, navigator. It recognizes him. Oh. It's almost like he's home again, right? Almost like I recognize that Paul Rubens was in this movie, but not <laughs> for a while. Because for the longest time, I went, I know he's the voice of the ship. But you have this known commodity, and he's not doing a peewee voice. I was like, what are you doing? You're just wasting it. You're just leaving that money on the table. It takes very long for him to imitate laughter, and that's when I went, why wasn't it just peewee the whole time? Oh, because it had to be just just time just right. Because it had to freak us out a little bit. If it was peewee the whole time, it's too much of an explorer's ending then. Yeah, yes, yes. (laughs) It's a little too silly yes. then. Once our friend is locked in the ship and is being called the navigator, mm-hmm. that's when security realizes something's <laughs> up. Right. Because the ship is getting ready. The ship and David can now break free. But first, the security gathers with some guns. They finally see someone's in there. The kid's in there. He got out. But this is spacecraft against... The army, right? This is the spacecraft they couldn't penetrate. I think actually the line in the beginning when the the NASA crew is trying to mm-hmm. find ways to cut through the spaceship and they can't, they say it's impregnable. Instead of impregnable, in, that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I Got don't know it. if that's what they said. I'm just trying to interpret yeah. what that was. What I said. Okay. That's right. Thank you. If that's what you heard, I was trying to figure out what was actually said. Again, just making up words as we go no, along. No, no command yeah. of the English language at all. Just but this movie never quite gets to, I don't know, the E.T. level where no. it seems like anything that's happening is all that important. Because, again, there is a spacecraft, a spaceship, a UFO... And like you said, there's like eight guys with guns outside. There's never tanks and aircraft. I mean, at one point they call aircraft, but they're like, I don't know, we're in helicopters, dude. We can't catch anything. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they can't even really keep their eye on it well. Yeah. And they never. had it oddly strapped down. Did you notice that? Like they had the <laughs> spacecraft kind it's of. Like a, it's like a tarp over yeah, it with yeah. some flimsy chains yeah. holding it onto. But they couldn't They couldn't penetrate it. They couldn't get into it. They, I guess they were trying to run tests on it, but it was lock solid. It was putting up a, right. a steel UFO wall. And so yes. I guess in the coming days they were going to test the boy with it. But too, too right. little too late. Because All I need now is, he is one line, one quick cut to Howard Hessman at some point in this movie and him to say, get me the president. Uh-huh. Like, that's what uh-huh. I need. Uh-huh. This all seems to be contained in southern Florida and nothing beyond this 20-mile radius. Because they don't have answers. They matters. don't want to let it out until they have these answers, I suppose. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. you would think it would be a very big deal that they've got a <laughs> UFO. And a boy... You would think it's been two but, days and nothing is really happening. Yeah. He asked the ship, he says, just take me like, I don't know, 20 miles away. And they fly him straight up into space, which is fun. Oh, yeah. Well, first he meets the ship. The ship yeah. and him get kind of acquainted, right? Mm-hmm. Before he goes above? Oh, wait, no. You're right. First he goes 20 miles up. Then he gets to know the ship a little more. And it yeah. lets him kind of bonds with him. Because it's a whole thing, like, uh, take me 20 miles away, go straight up. And he's yeah. like, no, that's not what I want. I just wanted you to go 20 miles, I don't know, left or right, take me back. And it right. flies him straight back. I do like it when it flies him straight back and then just immediately stops where it was hovering before. Uh-huh. And, and then, then everyone's it, looking at it like, yep. oh, it's back. Because they're just watching it. Sarah yes. Jessica Parker's there. Um, then it takes him out to a bunch of cows where he has to get out. and. But it bonds oh, with him a little bit. Yeah. It talks to him like his brother to let mm-hmm. him know, like, no, we're cool. We're cool. Right? Because yeah. doesn't he freak out about it at first? Well, um, yeah, of course. And and rightfully so. He's freaking out. Um, you know, maybe not to the level you should be. But this kid's been through a lot these past two days. Yeah. So really, what's a spaceship? What's a UFO? It's, it's everything else that's happened. Um, but... It explains to him, like, I go all around <clears throat> the galaxy, the universe, whatever, mm-hmm. and I pick up life forms. Mm-hmm. And we study them, mm-hmm. probe them. Uh, and then afterwards, I take them back in time to get them back to the same spot. And for right. you, that didn't work. And your body's too fragile to take you yeah, back in time. Yeah, you're a delicate little boy. It yeah. does have a bunch of other creatures it's picked up from other planets, which are fascinatingly fragile, of, rockish. A bunch of crazy puppets. Mm-hmm. Some are cute, some are mean. Even the one where he's like, don't get close, that thing will tear your face off. Yeah. It's adorable. It is. It's a fuzzy. There's the one thing that looks like a snot that looks like that one's kind of gross. And it, yeah. it even says he's sick, but he looks like boogers just... <laughs> Fledging around. I do like how he's like, ooh, what's wrong with this thing? And this alien goes, he has a cold. <laughs> Wait, you know what a cold is? <laughs> you get that a lot in alien movies where I expected the alien to be like, snot? What's snot? Oh, Can right, right. Tell me that. But no, the alien's just there. Like, he's been around. He knows things. We don't yeah. have to go through all that nonsense. Right. Although the kid does have to teach him how to laugh, which I thought was kind oh, of bizarre. Oh, it's kind of cute. Laughter? What is laughter? Right. Compliance. Yeah. And the the um, the ship is basically like, hey, give me those star charts out of your brain and I'll take you back to your family. And that's right. kind of the deal we got going yeah. on. Yeah. But I'm just going to take you back to your family as is because you're mm-hmm. too delicate to whatever, switch back to the past or... Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And this, I, 
my notes are so short. Like I'm looking at my notes right now and I have the end written very shortly. Oh, boy. I know that that's not because at this point in the movie, it really is just a lot of the ship flying around and yeah. the kid and the ship bonding. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a little relationship. They're getting, they go in, yeah. this is when they go into the, into the sea. Right. They call each other geeks. His name is Max, the computer or the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. You, yep. um, the ship is easily insulted, too. Yeah, very sensitive. Because at one point, he's like, well, I could probably fly this thing. And oh, Pee Wee Herman's yeah. like, oh, if it's so easy, why don't you just do it? And the kid kind of totally finds out, yeah, it is easy. And then he does not hesitate to tell the ship, you're really easy to fly. Yeah. To which Pee Wee Herman goes, duh. Okay, great. Yeah, no, he does. But that's because he knows how to. He figure he mm-hmm. remembers... From, I guess, and this is, again, what I wish we would have seen more of or gotten a feel for. So his flight, this is the flight part of his this flight. This is the of flight the, of the This is the, the titular, right. This is the titular part of the <laughs> you movie. got it, yes. And it's kind of, again, as a kid, I think I was like, this is awesome. And this little right. alien eyeball thing is so cool. And those, I think I loved him being in the ship. And the idea of being in a spaceship mm-hmm. was amazing. As sure. an adult, I was like, where are you going to go, buddy? You're in a spaceship. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And he doesn't... Go to space. Yeah, they don't, don't go to don't space. Dry. But instead, they hassle some teens in a convertible. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah, They pull up, and I love how this kid is flying the spaceship, and they see teens in a convertible, and he goes, oh, I wonder if this is some of that... Oh, what's Twisted Sister? Twisted yeah. Sister, yes. I wonder if this is that Twisted Sister that SJP's been telling me yeah, all about. Yeah, And then they just ask teens, like, directions or something? Yeah. I don't know what they do. They get they no They have response. star maps. See, the kid has star maps in his head. Yeah. But they need directions to get you, to. 100%. They, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they're, they're no help. And I love how later, when they fly away, he has to tell the, comp- or the, the spaceship... Yeah, those those teens, those are geeks. Just yeah. so you know, yeah. those are geeks. And then they go to a gas station. Well, first they jam out to the Beach Boys. Oh God, yes, you're that's right. pretty fun because he introduces <laughs> the robot to music. Um, and that's pretty cute. And then yeah, then they go to some sh- some shady. Why the Beach Boys? Like, eight. Why can't it be something so specifically from 1978? Why can't it be well, Donna Bee Gees Summer or something, or something like that? <laughs> like some kind of uh, I I don't know. I, I guess it's just because we have the rights to the Beach Boys or something like that. I guess it's a fun song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't mean to complain the, about the music. But you can. You can. You can. You feel why how you not, feel. Why not keep playing songs from Greece? You did it before. <laughs> I'll take it again. Bring it on. Bring, Bring it, it on. on. Loop it back. Come on. Make that moment happen. But yeah, yeah. this gas station is a. Um, it's like a backwoodsy kind of gas station, with some <sighs> dopey, goofy. Well, I mean, yes, a spaceship lands, but the gas station attendant is just. He's this, catatonic. Yes. Not a line, I don't think... He, oh, no, he does say, I think he called home or whatever. I think he phoned yeah, home. God, yes. Um, yeah, because another family pulls up, and I love how the guy's like, that's a pretty bitchin' spaceship he got there, man. Yeah, well, he thinks thing? it's like a display, like one of those gas yeah. station, like, I don't know, like a little... 
Yeah, I guess his kids almost climb inside, and he's like, "Get off those steps! That's yeah. not, that's like a work of art, kids. Yeah, Don't leave mess it. around with Back that." Back away. Thing. It is very funny this whole gas station scene, um, and this and again, whole this family that's taking pictures time, like, with it. <laughs> you said no lines. He's standing there, mouth agape, staring at this thing yeah. the whole time. Yeah, he's overwhelmed by the sight of it, mm-hmm. but. This is they stop at the gas station so David could use yes. the payphone to call his family right. and let them know that he's okay and that he's he wants to come home. He's coming yeah. home because now the family like NASA is there now. Yeah, well, first Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica was got there. Some, I love how they have little hot decorations water. like welcome home decorations Aww, for him. I yeah. thought that was very sweet. Yeah, yeah. But she's there first, and then later on NASA's there, kind of watching the house and everything yeah. and monitoring the phone but not very well because the mom just hands the phone to the brother and says you take your call but not too long because <laughs> your brother might come back and don't be nasa people are like no whatever let's Must uh, be a friend of his yeah right. they're not trying it yeah they're not tapping yeah. in on the call or anything no what but the get... oh go ahead no go no i i can't it was i wasn't even thinking about this when i was watching it but when you brought up the fact that this thing has star maps and the whole reason he calls is I don't he know, where know where we he lives live now. Yeah. And they can't figure out. I know. I know. I. But the brother and doesn't the, tell him. The, the brother even. The, the brother, brother just says, like, I'll give you the address. And he's like, that's not going to help me. Yeah. I don't know Fort Lauderdale. But this is doesn't the brother. They work out a plan. Like when I'm close enough, you got to start a fire. You got to do some kind of something. Yes. So that I could see you because my, uh, like you said, my intelligent UFO who's got all the maps to the universe doesn't know where I live. And neither do I because we moved since the last time I was there. (laughs) I know where, can you get to our old house? Well, and how come that wasn't arranged? Like just meet us at the, you remember where the National Frisbee competition was? Meet (laughs) us at that park. Right. There's then a at big least open the dog field. would have something to right. do. It could run to the park. No, no. It doesn't come back into Mm-mm. this movie. Also, here's what I have a huge problem with. Why is the price is right? The price is right on at night. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're price. all mesmerized by it. All these NASA guys think it's the best thing watching the Price is Right. I don't know. The, you had a spaceship in a hangar, and you're like, the Price is Right is exactly. on here at night. You have no idea. This is awesome. What kind of cable subscriber or provider do you have (laughs) where you can get this in the evening? (laughs) It's only on during the day. I miss it. I'm off at NASA. I got to work. Yeah, I got to do my spaceship. I never see the prices right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so all of this is happening. The brother, I think the brother says... I'll set the house on fire, I think is what he says over the phone. He does. He does. But I think he means it in the sense like, whatever I got to do, bro, we'll bring you home. Yeah. Yes. And so the kid, he's in the the spaceship and he basically says, I am not going to go back to my family. Oh, no, he doesn't decide that quite yet. No, he doesn't. No. They're still flying around, Mm -hmm. but his brother's on the roof and he sets off fireworks. Yes. And that's how the ship's able to find him. All of this is purposeless because the kid gets out of the ship, looks around at NASA and his incredibly old parents and yeah. he goes, sorry, dudes, I'm out of here. Yeah. He's like, I can't do this, actually. Now that I'm here, I realize this is a terrible idea. 
because yeah. he says what's going to happen is these NASA people are just going to keep testing me. They're not going to leave me mm-hmm. alone. My parents have already, <laughs> they're old now. <laughs> I, and my brother, they're doing their thing. They've lived in their life and I can't connect. I, I'm yeah. more connected to Max, my alien friend. I'm going to go live the space life. Peace out, losers. And oh, Jamie, if he said those words, this movie would be a million percent better. I'm going to go live the space life. Peace out, losers. That would be awesome. You should make a bumper sticker that says that. I should. I should. With two little alien fingers. Um, I do remember, so this was, I told you, I, I know I saw this movie, but there were certain things. I definitely remembered yeah. the spaceship stuff and when he's learning how to fly, I remembered that and him talking to the eyeball alien thing. But I remembered at the end of this movie, I remember crying as a kid mm-hmm. and being sad because he wasn't going to stay with his family. Oh. I remember being like, why wouldn't he stay with his family? That's really sad. Yeah, to choose the... Pretty good possibility that he was going to become vaporized. Yeah, because they give him that. They did the aliens give him that option. Like, I don't know if it's going to be in your best <laughs> interest. It's like, I don't know, dude. You'll be vaporized. Yeah, I'm I don't know sure. if you're going to make it. But I mean, I guess if you, yeah. I, I didn't run the numbers. These yeah. other aliens, for some reason, will be fine. If you were a puppet, you'd probably be okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, he does take one of the puppets. He makes friends with one of the tiny little ones. In is his friend. We should yes. know that. Um, but yeah, um, I I was sad as a kid because I thought that, well, this is the end and he's going into space. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't remember because then when I saw it, it's okay. He does get to go back with his family. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he does. <laughs> no, no, you're <laughs> right about that. He, does. he doesn't die. No. And they go on the boat and the parents are back to being, it's yeah, 1978 I, I, again. Like I said, my notes are a little bit spotty. Um, how do we get from I'm not going to stay with my parents to I'm back to the present? Are there weird special effects? Does anything happen? Does he no. just walk out of the woods? I think he just walks out of the woods and he's wow. okay again. That's really yeah. okay. And the parents and he's he walks out of that grassy field and his parents call to him and they're like, come on, get on the boat. Yeah. You're gonna no, miss you're it. You're totally late. Your brother's been yeah. back for. And then he's time. really sweet to his brother, and yeah, the parents it is are really like, nice. "What is crazy about this?" And then the brother, he shows the brother the little alien guy in his backpack, and it's uh, sweet. No, he doesn't show his brother. That alien popped out of the backpack. This kid seems to have forgotten that he oh, took it. Oh, that he even took it. Place. Yeah, yeah. But it's a but great little keepsake. I love how he like shushes to his brother, like, "This is just this our is our secret because yeah. now we're good brothers." And it's adorable because they yeah. really are like, all right, let's take the boat out and watch the fireworks. Yeah. And the end. That's and then it. we listen to Pee Wee Herman laugh at the yep. end of the movie. Yeah. As <laughs> if you didn't hear it enough. <laughs> I think we went through this pretty quickly. Well, but yeah, because like you said, there really wasn't a lot. Yeah, that was pretty light. Yeah. And, and I do think, I mean, before I give my personal thoughts, I would say uh, I kind of regret not watching this with my kids. Like, yeah, I think they it's would a good probably kid movie. kind of dig it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I don't think I'm going to show it to them. <laughs> Cause because you don't want to have to watch it again. <laughs> well, because I'm assuming, possibly incorrectly, that the remake will be better. Oh, so I don't yeah. want to ruin it by saying, well, like, it'll be oh, fun to have them the watch points. both. You know? Right, right. Yeah. No, I, I might the just let them watch out. the remake yeah. first and yeah. then be like, oh, here's, here's the original. It, yeah. 
And then they can be like, this is boring. And right. Like, oh, okay. I was right. Because that's kind of how I felt. It, um, like I said, I enjoyed the first half way more than the second half. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I remember as a kid, I loved Pee Wee Herman, the spaceship. Yeah. And, and I loved watching this kid fly it. Yeah. And I think it's just because I'm an adult now. Like yeah. That, that doesn't, it doesn't have, and, and I've seen so many other spaceship flying movies and I'm not connecting with that character the way I was when I was that age. Yeah. Um, but I felt that the premise of this was much better than the execution. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It just, it was missing some more meat to, to yeah. what it had. Cause I did, I liked the whole, like, you know, he's gone and then he comes back and it's six years yeah. later. And I like that he's got this psychic connection to the UFO, but yeah, it just wasn't fully. But again, if you were asking, I don't know, eight-year-old me what I thought of it, I thought this was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, this was amazing. I oh. am the navigator, too. I mean, <laughs> We as did well. not mention that this was a uh, patron's choice. Oh, who was um, the choice? So who chose thank it? thank you, Nick, for... suggesting this good choice recommending it and yeah i think i think this is this is one of those movies that clearly falls into the nostalgic category yeah and i'm just saying that personally for me there may be people who watch this and really feel like it holds up um and maybe there maybe it's just been so long (laughs) since i've seen this like i've seen goonies a bunch of times since i was a kid so i still think i'm firmly in like the it's a really great movie camp. Yeah. And if I just watch this every five to seven Yeah, years, maybe you'll like, find well, it great. I I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I yeah, more. I agree. If I kept it in my life <clears throat> a little <throat> more, I'd be like, yeah, what's so... Because it's not offensive. And actually, no. like, the actor, it's nice. Like you said, the family's nice. The What's-his-name does, like you said, a less-than-energetic <clears throat> job of working for NASA, but everybody else is... He's just waiting for head of the class. That's right That's around the corner. That's what's coming up, you know, and he knows he's it. Reading, yeah. He's reading that pilot script between takes, I assume, <laughs> and he's like, I think I could do this. I think this is what's coming on for me next. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So do you have some sort of um, some J- Japanese um, space film you want to recommend? <laughs> First of all, if I knew they went to Japan, I would have had oh, a Japanese yeah, they did. movie, but yeah. I didn't know they went to Japan. Okay. So um, uh, the dad, like I said, uh, his name what was his name. Now I can't think of his name. Uh, Cliff D. Young. Oh, yeah. Um, I noticed looking through his IMDb that he was in a movie mm-hmm. from 1978. So mm. if 78 isn't the connector, it's the dad. Great. Uh, he was in a movie called Blue Collar. Mm. Um, I watched it recently. Maybe like six months ago for the first time. Uh, it's a movie about three auto workers. Okay. Uh, there's Richard Pryor and Harvey Keitel and Yafet Kodo. Okay. And they decide to get extra money by robbing their own union. And <laughs> there are parts of this movie that make it seem like a comedy, especially the fact that Richard Pryor's in it. Yeah. Um, but when they rob it, they don't find any money because oh. the money always you know goes to the bank or something like that. So they really fucked up but they find a book full of a bunch of fake numbers like their union has been ripping them off and doing things with their money so they take this 
And then they have to decide, like, do we go to the authorities? Right. Or do we blackmail our union? Ah. Or can we use this to maybe get better jobs at the auto plant? Ah. Um, it soon becomes very serious and very dark. Oh. But it's a really, really fantastic movie. Blue Collar, it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Blue Collar. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Your recommendations are usually much more in-depth than mine. And this time they are. I accidentally wrote, instead of Flight of the Navigator, I wrote Flight of the Concords when I was writing the title of this. And I was like, well, that's a great recommendation. So Flight of the Concords, that great little show from those two uh, New Zealand blokes. What are their names? Jermaine, Brett. Yeah, Did you ever I see don't it? know because I didn't see it. Oh, no, it's great. It was on HBO for I think only three seasons. I don't think they did it very long. Plus, yeah. they're a little musical act, fun touring stuff. But their little show was was really um, it was in the early two thousand mid two thousand two thousand seven to two thousand nine. I think. Okay. And um, they're a fun little musical comedy duo. They're from New. Ze- I think it's New Zealand. They have those fun little accents. And uh, <laughs> New Zealandy accents. Yeah, you know what they. Like. Ha- I had one of their CDs. I think we saw them like at Bonnaroo or something. They toured for a while. They were they were a okay. lot of fun. They were a lot of fun. And like I said, I when I was writing the title of this movie before it started, I accidentally wrote that, and I'm like, well, I don't even know what I'm recommending, but I'm recommending Flight no. of the Concords now. It's so totally it has nothing fine. to do with space, although they do a very, uh, one of the episodes they fly like Bowie in outer space. It's really fun. Bowie, can you hear me? It's pretty great. Um, right. So yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Their, their comedy is very different, but it's a lot of fun. And if it's on HBO, it's probably on HBO Plus. I just feel like it's there. In all sorts of I feel like it's nonsense. there. You would have fun with it. Okay. Go ahead. Give it a try. I will check it out. I love yeah. how that was just directed to me. Yeah. This recommendation. <laughs> if anybody else wants to check it out, you can. Yeah. And I also think that's funny because I know, you know, sometimes there's a big delay between when we record these episodes. But at the end of last episode, you announced that we'd be watching Flight of the Concord. <laughs> so there might be people that watch three seasons being like, well, this is a departure for these two. But I guess I got to watch all three seasons because I think they're talking about it next time. I guess it keeps slipping. See, it just is. I, it's none to come out. We yeah. watched Flight of the Navigator. Flight though. of the Navigator. I am and thank the Navigator. You again, yes. Uh, for the Thanks, recommendation. Nick. Yep. Uh, we do at the top. I didn't say we have a Patreon. We do um, patreon.com slash good times, great movies, which if you join, you will get uncut episodes uh, early. Um, I usually cut out a good 10 to sometimes 20 minutes at the beginning of our episodes because we haven't actually started recording. So you will get that stuff. Also, we have, I think, around 40 uh, bonus episodes that only live only on, on the Patreon. They're yes. pretty fun, too. There's yeah, fun and I know we've been there. talking about getting back we've been a little i don't want to say lazy but we've we kind of haven't been contributing to our patreon as much as we did there for a while i know that we have been talking about uh getting back to it and um some ideas so you know if uh, if you're interested join up and maybe that'll be the thing to spur us into <laughs> actually <laughs> starting to do some of this stuff but thank you everybody and let's talk about what we'll be talking about two weeks from now to it so we started this summer with a summer movie that ended in a boat race sailboat race 
So, Jamie, it's time to end the summer. Can you believe that our next episode will come out at the end of summer? I can't believe summer's almost over. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, also, summer for us ends at the end of August. I well, know it's yeah. not officially the end of yeah, summer, but, but that's it's totally kind of kids are getting ready to go back to school. Summertime yeah. is summertime. Yeah. So why don't we go full circle? No. And we end with another movie that ends with <laughs> the boat race. And we talk about the John Candy, again, air quotes, classic yeah. One Crazy Summer. No, that's nope, not what it's called. That's not what it is. <laughs> that was the first movie we watched. Summer we Rental. We watch Summer Rental. That's right. Which isn't as crazy. You know what? Just because I watched it a month ago, yeah. <laughs> preparing to record, and I'm really going to have to try and refresh my memory uh, on this movie i'm not saying i didn't like it or anything that's why you guys have to tune in in two weeks that's right that's right a little cliffhanger there did he like it is he faking you out i don't know find out do i like john candy's antics we've talked about that guy so much actually most of our john candy stuff i think just exists on patreon really yeah Aww. We did the uh, we did the other vacation um, one, the one where he the great outdoors, the great yeah, outdoors. That was a patron, and um, the one where he wore all the disguises. Oh, was that a patron too? Yes. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. it who's was. Harry Crumb? Who's Harry Crumb? Yeah, I enjoyed uh, who's Harry Crumb. Had I known this, we should have just put all the John Candy stuff. Yeah, on Patreon. Been patron. Little candy, little Patreon candy. Yeah, you like that? Well, maybe maybe listening to us talk about him in summer rental will get people to say like, "Hmm, they have a lot to say about this candy character." <laughs> maybe I'll head over to their Patreon. But anyway, everybody, thank you again for listening. We appreciate it. Um, and until next time, have a great two weeks. So long. Oh, I like that. The, the little like. <laughs> The flourish. <laughs> flourish. No, 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 no. I don't want you to go. No, 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 no. I don't want to lose your love. Lose your Classic Coke, Cherry Coke, Diet Coke, or Caffeine-Free Coke. You know what? It seems like you would know what to do if you abducted a child. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what?